Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, it's the Friday News Roundup. And this week we're doing something a little different. The whole team's here, but we're rounding up the best fall festivals in the Berg. It's Friday, September 9th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. So we've got the whole crew here today. Lead producer Megan Harris. Hello. Newsletter editor Francesca DeBecco. Hey. And our Libra of the group, audio producer Mallory Falk. Hello. Happy to wrap the season. Yes. Happy fall. Welcome to your season. Uh, To get us into the fall season, I have a question for the group. Pumpkin spice. Uh, Basic, not basic, yay, nay. Where do you fall? Yay, basic, but also yay. (laughs) Yay all the way. I am currently drinking coffee with pumpkin creamer because as soon as it comes out, I'm buying it. (laughs) I don't delay gratification. Pumpkin spice coffee here too. Pumpkin's actually not in season yet. Almost. Pumpkins aren't. Yeah. But the spice is always there. But the spice spice is always available. Yes. The spice (laughs) is always in season. You don't have to wait until we do our fall roundup to drink pumpkin spice. Um, (laughs) What festivals are you looking forward to? Yeah, I have my eye on a festival that's brand new, uh, to us at least. Um, We are getting a donut fest. It's been a big success in Chicago, New York, and Detroit. Um, I'm sad to say that Cleveland got Donut Fest before we did, (laughs) boo. (laughs) But um, it's expanding to the Berg. So it'll be on October 22nd at St. Nicholas Cathedral in Oakland. And Mm. there will be donuts galore uh, and handcrafted coffees, all from local bakeries and coffee roasters. And there's even a competition. So there will be a donut named the Best Donut in Pittsburgh. So I'm really curious to see who, who wins that who who comes out on top i really hope that there'll be blueberry donuts although this time of year my favorite is i don't know i think probably one that most of us share the apple cider donuts i really I've love never those. i've never had that <gasps> yeah Morgan. but that sounds delicious and it sounds like <laughs> something i'm gonna try that's like the most classic fall taste Put that on our to-do list. Classic flavor profile. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask if like we know what kind of donuts they'll have there because I know there's a trend to have, I don't know, all these crazy like breakfast cereal donuts with like Cap'n Crunch piled on top of icing. But yeah, I'm with Megan. Like a classic cider donut is the way to go. I have the taste of a four-year-old when it comes to my donut selection. Anything with like chocolate and sprinkles and certainly like cereal. No shame, Morgan. No shame. (laughs) Um, So I'm not sure what kind of donuts they'll have here, but if you'd like to pair donuts with cider, I've got another fest for you, the Pittsburgh Hard Cider and Donut Festival. It happens every year on the South Side. So this year it'll be on October 1st on East Carson Street. Um, It's described as like a part bar hop, part sweet celebration. Uh, Four bars and restaurants are participating and they'll have hard cider specials and they're giving out free donuts to go with it. So you Mm -hmm. won't find um, your cider donut there, but there will be (laughs) some fun fall flavors like a cinnamon stick 
Kreller. Um, and because mm. Pittsburgh's got a Pittsburgh, you know, of course, there will be black and yellow cake donuts, too. It, it just seems wild to me to have a cider and donut festival and not have cider donuts. But I'll, I mean, I'll probably go anyway. Those crawlers sound nice. <laughs> Something else that is very Pittsburgh is the pierogi festival, which I guess is something that's a signature here in Pittsburgh of fall. I've never even heard of it. I mean, I get it. It's potatoes. It's cozy, right? Like Oof, that, that yeah. seems like weather appropriate when it starts to turn. Um, bundle I mean, up with your warm plate of pierogies. <laughs> yeah, the it's, last... all, it's always a good time for pierogies. <laughs> the oh, last yeah. time this team had pierogies, they were filled with pickles. So I feel like we're probably due for something a little bit cozier. <laughs> I liked that. I liked that pierogi. <laughs> it was good. I will say that um, until I left Pittsburgh, I thought that pierogi day was just like a standard cafeteria lunch day in schools that like every school on Wednesdays got pierogies. And it was a rude awakening <laughs> when I realized that was not the case. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. <laughs> As an education reporter specifically, that must have been very <laughs> jarring for you. <laughs> this was my first big investigative piece. Pierogi Fest is happening tonight. From 4.30 to 9 at Kennywood. I feel like that's also like a perfect place at Pierogi Fest. <laughs> Dozens of restaurants are going to offer their twist on pierogies, including dessert pierogies, which oh, no. that's oh. just pies, right? <laughs> yeah, they're just hand pies. It's just a pie. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a pop-up pierogi marketplace with pierogi-inspired t-shirts, jewelry, and some like classic Kennywood rides are going to be open, you know, like the Jackrabbit, the Racer, Noah's Ark. There's nothing like having Moses stare at you while you eat your starch. <laughs> I was going to say, you probably want to like make sure you ride the Jackrabbit before you house those pierogies. That's a good, that's a good tip. Uh, there's also going to be live music and games and a lot to do in between sampling pierogies. So before we move on from food festivals, I do want to highlight a couple more that are happening this weekend. Um, you can find a full list of things to do in my Friday newsletter. So shameless plug there. Um, <laughs> but the Pittsburgh Taco Fest, the original Pittsburgh Taco Fest, I should say, is taking place uh, this Saturday from 1230 to 7 at the Strip District Terminal. There will be live music, an art market, a bunch of vendors um, like El Sabo and La Palapa. Ooh, and um, Arepitas, that place is amazing. Ooh, I haven't I've been. Heard good good. What is that? Yeah. Uh, it's Colombian food, but they're across from the old Macy's building, the old Kaufman's building, which is now Target. A true, a true Pittsburgher. What it used to be. What it used to be. What it used to be. It's right across the street from there. It's on, um, what is that? Forbes or Fifth? But it's it's amazing. They have um, empanadas. They've got good yuca fries. Mm, um, I love those. Yes. That sounds great. so good. So yeah. a part of the proceeds from this event will benefit the Pittsburgh Hispanic Development Corporation and the Latin American Cultural Union. So it's great to know it's going back to the community. Um, and then also this weekend, there's a corn festival on Saturday from 11 to 3 at Abbe Voyant Tea. Um, you've probably known it 
formerly as Tupelo Honey Tea. Um, it's a really cute community tea shop and eatery in Millville, and it's a fundraising event to preserve the 62 acres of land next to Gertie's Woods. So um, what, what does Corn Fest mean? Like, is it just going to be like corn for all, or will there be corn specialties? <laughs> have you guys been following that corn meme? That's yes. Around those? Oh my goodness. I Thank can't. you. I was like, somebody, you can't, we it. have to mention it, right? <laughs> Insert <No>. it here. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I couldn't stop thinking about that. Um, So it's not like a huge festival. Obviously, this is a community festival, but they'll be making corn chowder, cornbread, corn salad, grilled corn. Uh, The Millville Community Library will have corn crafts for kids and adults. And there's a cornhole tournament, of course. All right. Of course. Right? Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. I would win. Um, And a hickory crop stop will be selling fresh corn. I was not familiar with them before. Um, I guess it's a local non-GMO corn grower. Uh, But on an Instagram post about the Corn Fest, I saw the line uh, that this corn was grown by two ladies, a baby, and a dog. And I was like, all right. I need to go. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> I feel like that was targeted advertising specifically for you, Francesca. <laughs> it really was. Really was. They sold me. Megan, I know you're into gardening. Are there any harvest festivals on your radar or harvest adjacent festivals? So the big one on my radar, thanks to Mallory, who let me know that this existed, is the Monster Pumpkin Fest. Um, The tagline is one plump and prolific pumpkin panacea. So that should give you a sense of how absurd it's probably (laughs) going to be. Uh, (laughs) That one's going to be October 15th and 16th at Three Crossings in the Strip District. Incidentally, I walked by last year as they were setting this thing up. It is insane the amount of work that they do to like put everything up. Like, I don't know if you've been by Three Crossings, but it's like the super tall like warehouse type space with like a courtyard in the middle and they like attach pumpkins to the outside of it like floor to ceiling like several like I I would guess two to three stories up it looks so wild um but I didn't know that that's what it was last year so I'm pumped to see it this year The show today is brought to you by an incredible local resource, AIDS Free Pittsburgh, and their pledge to end the HIV AIDS epidemic in Allegheny County by 2030. If that is a cause that is close to your heart, make sure you're around for their biggest event of the summer, the sixth annual Too Hot for July. It is a party, but it is also a chance to get confidential HIV and STI testing for free, plus info on the incredible preventative medicines we have now to keep yins happy, healthy, and feeling your most confident out on the town. So come on out to Allegheny Commons East Park on Thursday, May 30th. Yes, July is in the name, but the event is in May. Don't get confused. May 30th from 4 to 10 p.m. There will be DJ sets, a health fair and marketplace, a ballroom-inspired dance battle, cash bar, food trucks, and more. Plus, a performance by Tony Award winner Alex Newell, a.k.a. Unique, from Glee. This is all thanks to True Tea Pittsburgh and so many folks doing the good work out here in the community. So do not miss out. Learn more at TooHotForJuly.com. So are there, I mean, there's got to be like pumpkin carvings there, right? 
Yeah, there's going to be very elaborate pumpkin carvings by master sculptors. Um, And I guess there's a pumpkin wall that gets to be graffitied. They do pumpkin drops, like loading them onto cranes and dropping them into kiddie pools so that they splash and explode. Uh, (laughs) Wow. I believe one is a fundraiser, so smashing pumpkins for Oh, my God. I didn't even think about smashing pumpkins. Okay, that feels right. I hope there's a good soundtrack that goes with this. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And if you're free and in the strip district, you can also just go stare at the massive pumpkins um, apparently there's supposed to be like a gourd there that weighs like 2,300 pounds. So more to look forward to. That's always on my bucket list to see um, some of these massive things that are grown and then eat it. <laughs> um, but speaking of Smashing Pumpkins, which I, is a band that I love, is near and dear to my heart. I'm also very excited for the music that's coming this fall. Uh, the Pittsburgh Jazz Festival is happening Ooh. Uh, next weekend, yeah, at Highmark Stadium in Station Square. There's going to be so many musicians, like over 100 musicians, including uh, Lettucey, Stanley Clark, Average White Band, Incognito, who um, I feel like I grew up on. My dad always listened to them in the car. So um, I'm pretty excited. I'm really excited to see them. Ron Carter's performing on Friday. Um, he'll be at the August Wilson Center. And Ron Carter, I feel like I've heard that name, but... Who is that? Is he a bassist? Yeah, I don't remember. One of the most influential bassists in jazz. Uh, he's recorded more than twenty two hundred albums, which is how is that even possible? Yeah, well, Guinness World Record. I mean, I guess realistically, like you know, uh, it's not just his music that he's on. You know, he's on. He's performing with other people, and um, I don't know. It's so cool. He was a he was a member of the Miles Davis Quintet. You know how he got some of those too. He's he's won nice. several Grammys, um, including one this year. So it'll be really cool. Nice. I have to say, I lived in New Orleans for eight years, so I have like a pretty high bar for jazz fests. But you sold me on this one. Like this sounds really nice. You know, I I went to part of this last year, but even like some of the free concerts that they've had uh, in the city over the past like two years, they've been amazing. So. Yeah, if you get a chance to go, you should go. Mallory, I feel like we've talked about this. You can not compare festivals in Pittsburgh to festivals in New Orleans. It's just like not fair. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Luckily, I had like West Texas in between, which kind of reset everything. A hard reset. Wise. Yeah. <laughs> Makes Pennsylvania so much more appealing. <laughs> so uh, Mallory, are there any festivals you are looking forward to this year? Yeah, so one in particular, um, this is connected to my pandemic binge watch, which was the show Blown Away on Netflix. It's a competitive glass blowing show. Uh, have any of you seen this? It's so trashy and I love it. Trashy? I feel like it really elevates rea- the like genre because everyone <laughs> is so like everyone's just rooting for each other. No one's undermining each other. No, the dialogue is some of the worst I've ever heard at a reality show ever. <laughs> That's true. I do not find the host charismatic at all. He's always just like glass is it our american like great british bake-off like is it that polite i mean it's so it's canadian i believe so uh, there it's got some why. of those vibes but well, yeah. we have some folks from pittsburgh actually on the show um i'm just pulling up the article um it was the pittsburgh glass glass work yeah um john sharvin he he was competing this past year so kind of fun to see a pittsburgh connection but tell us about this festival 
Yeah. Anyway, I, I love that show. Um, it's gotten me into glass blowing just as an observer. I do not have the upper body strength to like stand by. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a child. I was going to say the glory, glory hole. Up. Is that what you wanted to say? Oh, no, <laughs> you were too afraid. I couldn't do it. <laughs> you literally backed away from the microphone <laughs> instead of saying that word. <laughs> Three seasons in and I can't do it. Anyway. <laughs> Um, well, no real way to transition out of that. Anyway, um, it's made me excited for this festival in October, October 8th, called the Festival of Combustion. It sounds like a pyromaniac convention. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> it's actually billed as a celebration of the industrial arts. It's going to be at Carrie Blast Furnace. Um, oh, it's put on cool. by Rivers of Steel. Yeah. Um, oh. And so there's like all these cool demos, including glass blowing, but also welding and iron casting. Um, and there's a bunch of workshops that they're saying are safe for both kids and adults, which is <laughs> like great the caveat me. they're saying or they're safe for kids and adults. <laughs> <They're saying. laughs> I mean, you know, it's in, there's going to be broken shards of fiesta wear that can get a little and fire uh, yeah yeah and fire so Um, there's gonna be like ceramic stuff i'm so into that yeah yeah so there's gonna be a workshop um where you can like glaze something ceramic and have it fired on an outdoor raku style furnace oh Um, those are so cool yeah and so there's like there's also one where you can carve a design into a mold and have it cast into solid iron um There's one where you can make a mosaic out of broken pieces of fiestaware plates, which like I kind of thought the whole point of fiestaware is it's indestructible, but I guess that's beside the point. Um, and then there's also going to be artisan tattooing demos. So if you want to leave the fest with your own custom tattoo, that's an option. But I guess you might just have like a ton of spectators watching you get inked. Wow. So they're make like they're actually doing the tattooing, not just the designs. Yeah, it's my understanding, at least from reading it, is that they're going to be doing like doing these tattoo demos on willing participants. I support art in all forms, but that would not be for me. (laughs) I am putting this on my calendar because I have still yet to go to the carry furnaces and I really, yeah, I really want to be there. This this seems like a perfect event. I know. What the heck is wrong with me? I feel like I understood the concept of a steel mill, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I know what it is, but it's massive to be down there. Uh, that even just how big that that space is. It's huge. I love bringing industrial arts into that industrial space. I think this yeah. is so cool. But if you don't want to wait until October to go to the Carry Blast Furnace, there's actually an event there this weekend, Pittsburgh Irish Festival. Nice. So... Uh, there's going to be Irish music, food, and Irish comedy tour. Um, I can't say I'm like super familiar with that, what the Irish sense of humor is, but uh, could find out. Uh, I, I'm seeing on the list here that there's Celtic axe throwing, and that could be part of the comedy routine as far as I'm concerned. That sounds fun. As heck. Sounds hilarious. Well, and the other thing, you know, I if you want to get into spooky – if you want to get an early start on spooky season, I saw that on Saturday night there will be Irish ghost stories. I hope a campfire is involved or maybe they'll light the furnace. Can you light the furnace on fire? Still? No. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> get on the that. furnace for some. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then there's also uh, some other food festivals, right? Like the cultural ones, the Ukrainian Food Festival um, at St. Peter and Paul in Carnegie. That's today and tomorrow. Lots of food and pastry. Um, you can get your stuffed cabbage, your kielbasa, your halishki. Um, and then the Lebanese Festival is today through Sunday at Our Lady of Victory Church in Beachview. Um, so if grape leaves are more your thing than the stuffed cabbage, that might be the fest for you. Uh, and there's going to be music every night. I was lurking on the Facebook page for that, and the desserts look out of this world. Also, those spinach pies. For which one? The Lebanese Fest? For the Lebanese Fest, yeah. Mm, That's good to know. This all sounds so fun and delicious. I hope you're all making your weekend plans and your plans for the rest of the season. Um, Be sure to stay tuned to the newsletter. I'm always sharing uh, a roundup of events, fun things to do around town, festivals, places to eat. Uh, places go. Francesca, literally your newsletter is the only way that I know how to get out and about in this town (laughs) and know what's going on. So I will be following. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so glad. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I try to do my best to uh, bring you the latest and the greatest. So stay tuned and maybe we'll be talking about some more events on the pod soon. Yay. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. Stay with us throughout spooky season because we're going to have some very cool content coming out. Um, Our team this week includes Megan Harris, Mallory Falk, Meg Dalton, Francesca DeBecco, and me, Morgan Moody. Music is by Benji. We'll be back on Monday. You know this with more news from around the city. So we'll see you then. Did I tell you guys about the magical gourds in my backyard? <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> you said that so like conspiratorially. <laughs>